Welcome to the first podcast dedicated to the Masked Singer Australia. Amber and Indy will break down the mystery, mayhem and music of the Masked Singer and try to identify what's going on behind the mask. We're going to break down all of the clues and give our best guesses on what celebrities we think are behind each mask. So bring your best celebrity knowledge and get ready to dive in with us. Welcome to Behind the Mask. Indy, how are you feeling about last night? Oh, I am so excited. I was hoping that it would actually go above uh, the last season and it looks like it has. What do you reckon about it, Amber? I am really excited. I loved it last year and I was so excited for it to come back on and it did not disappoint. It really didn't. I know, I know. And I was like, how are they going to go better with the costumes, better with the performances? And they did. I know. It's so cool. And like at the start where they kind of were showing making the costumes i'm like this is a full production yeah those people do not get paid enough i don't know what they're on but it's still not enough i know i totally agree and what do you think of the new host obviously we have ursula carlson who is a comedian yeah well look i was pretty um upset because we lo- did love Lindsay and her wildly cooked guesses that she would have but ursula did have some great guesses that were hilarious as well so i think you know we don't really need Lindsay. some homegrown yeah. humor is great too exactly and we balance it out because because we also have Dave Hughes, obviously, which is awesome. He's always hilarious and his guesses are always really funny. And yes. obviously, Danny Minogue and Jackie O'Henderson. So we're doing quite well. And those last two are usually the ones that have a fair idea. I think the other two are just there for a little bit of comic relief, which is great. That's what we all need. Like, absolutely. Okay, well, how about we jump in to the first performances that we saw. So first off, it was Goldfish versus Puppet. And Puppet is terrible. <laughs> it is the creepiest thing we've seen on our screen since like the news started reporting Tony Abbott and his budgie smugglers. <laughs> it was so scary. They were both remarkably, remarkably great performers. I was very impressed. I know. I just couldn't even believe the voices that were coming out of those costumes. I was like, what is going on here? But I was quite um, sure that I had kind of an idea of who Goldfish was before they even started singing. But um, afterwards, it kind of changed a little bit. So what did you think of the clues? Okay, so there was a lot of like, it seemed like they're an Olympian of some sort. It was like, we've won a gold medal, thriving big ponds. Uh, something big happened. They did something unforgettable in 2000. So I was thinking, you know, it's a swimmer, somebody that we all know. Uh, but then there was a, a reference to fighting hard and there was a scene w- with them in a black belt. Yeah. So I'm like, are they a swimmer or do they do some sort of taekwondo? So I was really confused for a bit there. They threw some curveballs. So I'm like, surely they're not swimming and doing karate in the 2000 Olympics. I don't know. It's surely not double threat. God. <laughs> crazy so who who did you kind of um i guess come up with at the end there who did you think it was do you have any guesses well first i was thinking obviously i was thinking a swimmer and i think a lot of people were thinking stephanie rice but i'm like nah not quite 2000s mm-hmm. then i thought tiff hall because yeah. she's a black belt but the name lauren burns was getting thrown around a lot because she was the first ever person to win gold in taekwondo in 2000 olympics so I didn't know who that person was before because I'm not great with sports people, but to <laughs> me that checked out. What about you? What were you thinking after um, after that? Look, 
Initially, I was on the same page thinking Stephanie Rice. And obviously, I was like, no, she would have been too young in 2000. And then I was thinking Susie O'Neill. But then, like, just looking at the costume, I was like, I'm not too sure. Because obviously, Susie O'Neill is like an Olympic gold medalist, incredible swimmer. And so after that, I wasn't too sure. Because when they suggested Tiffany Hall, I was like, I can see how that would work. But I don't really understand the whole swimming because they kept going back to the water in the clues and she's the goldfish as well like i know yeah exactly and so and then i was kind of thinking also like liesl jones because yes 2000 but liesl jones was kind of like a swimming prodigy like she started super young you know so that's a good guess yeah because i was thinking her as well so i was thinking either maybe Susie o'neill or liesl jones i'm just going to go with my swimming roots i was a swimmer growing up so i'm just going to lock it in eddie (laughs) oh i like it it was a it was a toughie wasn't it and then they brought out the puppet, which was terrifying. Oh my God, nightmare worthy. And really great. When they opened up their mouth, I'm like, holy moly, the puppet can sing. I thought we'd sort of um, used up all of Australian talent last month singer, <laughs> but apparently not. I know. And I was really interested in this one because obviously the costume is terrifying. But then again, when he opened his mouth, I was like, okay, they can actually sing. And I'm very shocked. Um, But initially going into it, when I was doing my pre-show research, I was thinking it was going to be someone like um, Sean McAuliffe or Aunt Do because of the mm-hmm. whole like comedic vibe. Um, But then my guess swiftly changed after the clues and after the singing. What did you think of it all? Oh, man, the clues were so confusing. Like, they love to entertain. Then they threw in the Magna Carta. Events of 1964, the Lunar Park was in there. Ties are an important part of their job. And something about taking no prisoners. So Mm. I was like, what does this person do? Is it the mouth of Lunar Park stuffed inside the mask (laughs) that's also a solicitor on the side? Like, I don't know. I know. And the thing that was throwing me off was the whole, like, um, you know, thing that happened in 1964. And I was like, what? Because I was kind of Googling different, I guess, comedians and trying to figure out who I knew who was probably born around then. Cause I was thinking, okay, 1964, maybe they were born then. But then after, I think it was, it was either Danny or Jackie O um, when they guessed or who was it? No, it was Husey that guessed Mark Holden. Holden. Mm. And I was like, I can definitely see how it could be Mark Holden. But my first guess was Colin Lane. Um, <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've written down Colin Lane. And he was born yeah. in 1965. So his yeah. mum and dad got it on in 64. Yes. And I was thinking Colin Lane because of he can do like a deep voice. I love Lane on Woodley. Um, he can do a deep voice um, and just all of the different kind of like clues I was like this has to be Colin Lane so I'm kind of caught between Colin Lane and Mark Holden but I'm hoping it's Colin Lane because I adore him now that you've said Colin Lane I'm like I kind of don't want it to be Mark Holden because I I don't want him to come out on stage (laughs) but now you've said Colin Lane I've thought Colin Lane he wore ties a lot yes no I'm sold on that yeah so I'm like look I really hope it is um because Everyone loves Colin Lane. He's hilarious and amazing and obviously loves to entertain. You know, he had his own show. Um, Luna Park thing, I was like, well, they were, Lena and Woodley were in St Kilda. That was where their house was and 
um, St Kilda's yeah. Park is in Melbourne. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. yeah. I'm just not sure how the Magna Carta thing ties into that, but I'm like, I'm sure it does along down, somewhere <laughs> down the line. Who knows? Look, let's just uh, keep our fingers crossed and um, hope it is him. <laughs> it might be hidden in an episode in Lane Owl Woodley or something. Yeah, I might have to go, have to go back and watch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next up we had uh, Queen and Echidna. Very interesting. Yes. I First of all, why would you pair up these two as singing matches? I just felt like that was very unfair on the poor Echidna. But anyway. <laughs> I agree. It was funny going into it. I didn't have any guess for Echidna at all. But Queen, no. I was initially thinking Kate Miller-Heidke. Yeah. went into it initially. And I'm still not completely sold that it's not her. So what were you mm-hmm. kind of thinking? Yeah, I kind of thought Kate Miller-Heidke too. She started singing and I was like, oh, it doesn't really sound like Kate Miller-Heidke. Yeah. But then I'm like, it kind of sounds like Kate Miller-Heidke trying to not sound like Kate Miller-Heidke. <laughs> um, and there are a few, few cl- clues that ticked it off. She t- spoke about ruling the world. And she's the only person to have sung at Coachella, Eurovision and the New York Metropolitan Opera, which is amazing. Yes. I'm not too sure about the Tasmanian clue, how that ties in. Um, somebody did suggest that her singing teacher's Tasmanian, but that could be a bit of a reach. Yeah, that's and cool. a big clue was 13, 13 times the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yes. Yes. Nomination. And I think, yes. She's been nominated for an aria 13 times and never won, which I think is the real tragedy in this show. absolutely. We need a whole show dedicated to just that fact alone. Absolutely. So I'm still thinking it's her trying to disguise a little bit that it's not her. Yeah. Did you have any second guesses or are you just completely sold? Um, The only thing I did think of was Georgia Love because she's from Tasmania and that was my only other guess. That's a good one. Oh, that is good. I like that, actually. I don't know if she can sing, though. I think she can. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like they all can sing on Batchy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. If you go on TV, it's like, what else can you do? Can you dance? Can you do acrobatics or sing or something? I know. And you know what? I was trying to like, I was scratching my head thinking, okay, who could it be if it's not like Kate Miller-Heidkey? And I wrote down this person, even though with a massive uh, question mark, because I definitely don't think it's them, but imagine if it was, I was like, maybe you're like Ruby Rose. I don't know. <gasps> oh, Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just, I don't know. I had a vibe. So I just wrote that down just in case. So you heard it here. You could totally rule the world too. 100%. And like the whole tinsel thing and how, you know, she, and I I was reading up about her and she did live in Tasmania at some point in her life. And then she went obviously to Hollywood and I'm like, tinsel, like the whole vibe of being in Hollywood, tinsel town. I was like, okay, it could be her. So I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there into the universe. I really like that. I, I'm, I think I'm a little bit swayed with that. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then we had the queen going up against the echidna, the poor echidna. Uh, that, was a, that was a weird one. I was really thrown with the clues, um, something of a bad boy. Obviously, we've got to have a bad boy in sport. And, mm-hmm. yeah, most of the time I was just scratching my head and I wasn't too sure. And the poor echidna opened up his mouth and you could tell he wasn't a singer, which <laughs> is a bit unfortunate for him. Um, but, you know, good on him. And, of course, it was revealed that it was Mark Philippoussis. Did you, were you on that kind of train of thinking that that was him? I, I was. Okay, this was my thought process. I first thought 
it's Bernard Tomic. And then I was like, no, it's Grant Hackett. I was like, it has to be Grant Hackett. And I was like, I'm sold that it's Grant Hackett. And then I think when Husey said Mick Fanning, I was like, I could see how that works too because of like um, the whole hitting thing. And I was like, well, he hit a shark. So I was like, it could be. But I was kind of like, okay, but then I can see how it's Mark Philippoussis. So by the end, I was like Grant Hackett or Mark Philippoussis. And look, I was very pleasantly surprised because I love Mark Philippoussis. And I was like, yes, amazing, incredible love. See, I mean, it's hard when they say it's a bad boy in sport because it's like, that could be everyone. It could be all of them. Yeah, I jokingly said it was Mark Philippoussis. And then um, I've never forgiven him for dumping Delta Goodrum back in like, oh. 2004. So yes. I was like, Mark Philippoussis, how dare you grace that stage? But, you know, good on him for giving it a crack anyway. Yeah, great guess by you. You got that one. You hit the nail on the head with that one. Kind of jokingly, but yeah. I- wow, great, great guess. Well, it worked out in the end. And then who did we have next? We had Dragonfly and Frillneck. First off, Dragonfly has the most amazing costume. I know. It's incredible. Yeah, when they like zoomed in on all the details and like the clues, I was like, oh, I'm loving the wing detail on that doll. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, was, it looked amazing. It looks like a, a gorgeous mosaic. I'm loving it. It does. I wonder how long it took them to make that one. Yeah, God. Seriously, that would have taken hours. Yeah, the hours. Poor costume designers. Yeah, God. No, not my path. Not my path. But I can appreciate. Now, this one had a, a lot of confusing as well. It uh, Confusing clues. It, it said this person stops briefly in different places. Mm-hmm. Something about kind of place came up. Well-known tumbles. Something about never growing up. And that Titanic and a rose. That was like heaps of different clues all thrown into one. So way to confuse us, Mars Singer. Oh my God. I was so confused. And the whole like um, wanting the world to be a kind of place, um, the whole like there was a parade ground and then there was like different number of like three plus, four plus, five plus like threats possibly. Like they're, they have all these talents supposedly, or maybe like it was very unclear. And then the concert vibe, hard to hear voice above the crowd or it was, I don't know. I was just like, so confused with all of this. And I'm like, I felt like when I was getting it, they just threw another spanner in the work. Yes, I totally agree. So I kind of, and I'm not fully sure on this, but I said Sophie Monk um, yeah. just because, well, the Titanic, um, she actually sang um, for pop stars. She auditioned with Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On, because they all had to mm-hmm. do that song or something else. Because yeah. recently I just watched all of pop stars because I've got no life. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Roses, she was on The Bachelor. Exactly. So that's pretty much, and well-known tumbles, I just feel like she would fall over a lot. I know. I. I that's pretty that. much all I've got. Yeah. Look, I'm pretty sold on that. Like unbelievably sold on Sophie Monk. I'm just like, I can't imagine it being anyone else, you know? I agree. And like, how much hidden Australian talent do we have? Like, I know. is there a lot out there? I don't know. So um, the other clue that was thrown around was possibly Ali from The Bachelorette. And I was like, like Ali Ochen. And I was like, okay, I can kind of see it with the whole Bachelorette mm. vibe and she likes to sing, but I'm not completely sold. I'm still pretty certain on Sophie Monk. Yeah, I agree. There was the rose, which made sense for The Bachelorette, but I don't know anything about Ali with Titanic or never growing up or tumbles or mm-hmm. anything else. So, yeah, I reckon Sophie Monk is probably the best bet at the moment. Yeah, I agree. And then next, obviously, we had Frillneck, and this one confused the hell out of me. And I was so just, I was really frustrated through the whole events oh. because I was like, I need to know who this is, and it's really getting to me. I was the same. I was sitting there 
so confused. It was like there was a soccer ball. He was playing golf with a soccer ball. Something about South African being loud about opinions, LGBT. Um, and I'm, my head's in a spin. And I hate when it's a sports person because if they don't play AFL, I probably have got no idea who they are. <laughs> That's so true. I'm much the same. I was like, who could it be in the whole, um, they don't work nine to five and, you know, talking about puppet masters and can put on a real show under pressure. And I was doing some digging because after the episode, I was like, okay, I actually don't know who this is. Like, it's really bothering me. And then later on and this morning I did some digging and then came up a very, very fitting person who could be frill neck. And that person was Eddie Perfect. Oh, what's I don't really know a lot about Eddie Perfect. Who is he? What's his deal? He's like um, like a performer. So I think he was on like, don't quote me, but I feel like he was on maybe like maybe play school and then he does like um, theatre and, and stuff. And I think he was on um, the musical, like, is it, or was it Dolly Parton or something, nine to five? Oh. So that whole thing kind of grabbed me. Um, look, I'm going to Google that right now since we're here. Oh. He was in Offspring. That is a great guess. Yeah. So I'm pretty sold that it's Eddie Perfect now. That is a really, oh man, I sat there and had no idea. And my boyfriend's like, maybe it's Kevin Peterson. I have no idea who that is. So yeah, I have, I do not know who he was, but I think Eddie Perfect sounds a lot better than my guess. Yeah. Look, I'm pretty sold on that one. And I thought, okay, and I can't wait for the next episode. I'm very, very excited because we still have quite a few more. Like we have have Wizard, we have Hammerhead, Cactus, Kitten, we have Bush Ranger, we have Sloth. I just can't wait. Oh, so many more amazing like costumes to come, but it's so exciting like sitting around with the rest of Australia trying to guess what is going on under these masks. It's the most cooked show and it's so much fun. I agree. And it's so funny because like, I love some trivia and I feel like this is a bit of trivia, but it's like very, very visual, you know, visual trivia. And I'm into it. It's like kind of Pictionary, but not. Yes. You're so right. There's so many different elements to it. Like what's the sound of their voice? Do they move like that? Can they walk like that? What's their body type? It's, it is a lot of fun. I know. Well, I can't wait for the next episode and I can't wait until we can break everything down and get our guesses solid and that we can uh, just really be the guessing masters of this whole show. Yeah, I reckon we may have nailed it so far, just saying, if we take away that Kevin Peterson guess. (laughs) I love it. Well, Indy, thank you so much. This has been great and I can't wait to uh, unpack this all on next time on Behind the Mask. 